Hi, and welcome to Union Podcast. My name is Jamie Wolfer, and I'm a wedding planner who absolutely loves to share how I got started and scale my business to above six figures in this amazing and occasionally extremely competitive industry. In this podcast, I share the tech, tactics, mindset, and mistakes that got me to where I am today. No gatekeeping, no cloak and dagger, just full disclosure and a little humor along the way. So whether you're a planner or a solopreneur, my goal is for you to be a better business person than I ever could have been and support you on this journey. Let's dive into this week's episode. In order to be effective in the wedding industry, sometimes it's extremely important to know what are the pain points of your audience. Today, we're going to take a listen to one of my most popular YouTube videos in the audio form because every once in a while, it's a good idea to step away from the video and let it hit that brain centered a little different with just the audio. Know what I'm saying? So let's take a listen. Am I the a-hole for wearing a wedding dress at a wedding? And the the consensus is not the a-hole. So I'm really curious to see how this pans out. In today's video, I'm gonna be reacting as a wedding planner to viral AITA wedding Reddit threads. Am I saying that correctly? I don't know, I don't Reddit. Because (laughs) sometimes it helps to have a professional weigh in. And I'm not the first one to come up with this idea, all right? I know plenty of other people do this, but I might be the first wedding planner to do it. Maybe, I don't know, I didn't research it. I just think that every once in a while it feels good to go over some of these things to either one, feel a little less alone if you're dealing with any level of this kind of crazy, and or two, feel a lot better about your wedding planning because you're nowhere near this stuff. So I thought, why not? Let's just let's just read a couple of them together and I can tell you my thoughts and feelings from a wedding planning perspective and see how uncomfortable we all get. So now that we've got the positive stuff settled, let's get into the AITA. And if you don't know what that means, it's am I the a-hole? And yeah, I will be censoring myself because while this may not be a family channel, we're going to use family language. Okay? Family-friendly language. Am I the a-hole for wearing a wedding dress at a wedding? My gut immediately would be like, yes, you 100% are. So I'm really curious why the vote was like, no, you're not. So my friend and I have been friends for a few years and she recently got engaged. A week ago, I got a DM from her for a small costume party she was hosting as a celebration for getting engaged. I asked if there was a theme and she said there wasn't. I'm a cosplayer, so I had a lot of choices. I feel like all cosplayers have like a multitude of costumes to pick from at any given moment. They're like, it's okay, I got 17, don't worry about it. I didn't want to rock up an anime cosplay, so I thought it'd be funny to go to an engagement party as the corpse bride. Oh. I arrived at her house yesterday and everything seemed normal. A few people complimented my costume and I was having a lot of fun. After 10 minutes, my friend's fiance walked out in a black tuxedo and announced that this was their wedding. This is actually their wedding. Apparently my friend saw a video of someone doing this and wanted to do the same. He asked us all to go to the backyard for the ceremony to begin. I went straight to him. I asked him if I should go quickly go home and change my outfit and that I would get back before it started. He told me that it was fine since I didn't know this was the wedding. <sighs> I trusted him and followed everyone outside. They got married and everything seemed good. The reception was just in their house, so everyone just walked back inside and picked up where they left off. I tried to talk to my friend and celebrating with her, but she kept making excuses to not talk to me. <laughs> I assumed it was just because she was tired from the big day and wanted some alone time. It didn't bother her after that, and the party soon ended. I got home and half an hour passed when my phone started getting notifications. I checked and it was my friend texting me. She was cussing me out and telling me how I ruined her wedding. <laughs> I was really confused and asked what I did. 
That only made her more angry. Oh my! She told me it was basic knowledge to not wear a wedding dress to a wedding. I reminded her that I had no idea it was a wedding and that I asked her now husband if I should change and he said it was fine. She didn't respond, but I got a text from her husband. He asked why I would tell her he said it was fine. I told him he said it was fine. <laughs> oh gosh. Then he said how I should have changed anyways, and it's my fault that the two of them are now fighting over this. We are off to a fantastic start. Uh, I tried texting her that I was sorry, and if I had known, I wouldn't have done it. I woke up today and saw her and her husband have blocked me on everything. Ooh. So, am I the a-hole for not changing out of the wedding dress when I found out it was an actual wedding? Edit to add, I'm a guy. I cosplay the character Emily from The Corpse Right and have blue paint all over. I'm also Australian and I've never heard of a costume party meaning fancy. Everyone was dressed up in funny costumes. Yeah, no, I really don't, uh, if we are going to have unique, out-of-the-norm social expectations for our event, we need to give grace when people don't know how to play by the rules that we're inventing. Because, like, I totally, I agree. Like, you read the caption. This person, whoever put this together, was very clever because, like, they made it sound like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you wore a wedding dress to a wedding. That's a no-no. That's a big fat no-no. And then you read it and you're like, no, that makes, that actually makes sense. Like, you don't throw a costume party and then get mad when someone shows up in a costume and then that person went out of their way to offer to change and then you're still upset. So there's just a lot of layers to this and then to see like immediately following both of them have blocked this person, probably on all forms of socials, maybe on, you know, direct cell phone contact as well. Uh, that speaks to me, in my opinion, more greatly of their emotional inability to communicate these things or process through these together than it would this person being inappropriate or overstepping a boundary that they didn't even know. So what can you take from this? I don't know. Don't throw a costume party for your wedding if you, <laughs> if you don't want people to show up wearing a wedding dress. Normally, if you showed up wearing a wedding dress or wedding, then I would say, yeah, you you are the a-hole for sure. And we've heard very random situations. Um, I've never experienced it. I've heard very random situations where like, you know, a mother-in-law will show up wearing like a white dress. And you're like, that's, what's that movie? Monster-in-law with Jane Fonda? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's vaguely reminiscent of that. But um, no, you are, you are not the a-hole. I talk a really big game when it comes to affiliates because I love them so very much. And if you guys have been around listening to the podcast for long enough, you know that they're a strategic few that we continue to partner with because it, one, let's be honest, makes us look good when we can bring good companies in front of our clients. And two, we know that they're committed to quality and excellent customer service. So if you are looking to dip your toes into the whole affiliate marketing thing, I cannot recommend Generation Tux's partnership program enough. Not only do they provide a discount for your clients, which looks awesome for you, ends up saving your clients some coin, but you also get a referral payout in the end. Let's make sure you're partnering with an excellent company that provides quality goods and excellent customer service. Don't leave money on the table. Support your clients. Get them looking good. Go over to theunionpodcast.com forward slash tux, that's T-U-X, and get started on their partnership program today. We interrupt this podcast because there is something extremely special that I want to share with you guys. Uh, I don't know about you, but for the last 
who knows how many years, I have been using a Frankenstein Googled copied and pasted contract. And while that is extremely embarrassing to admit to all of our listeners, I know that there are people out there who feel the same as I do. And there were a couple things that kept me from actually getting an attorney drafted contract. Actually, no, there was one thing. It was so expensive and it seemed so out of reach. That's when I learned about Legally Set. You see, Coonby with Legally Set has created industry-specific contracts for people like you and me working in the wedding industry. They're easy to customize. They're drafted by an actual attorney and not Googled. Can you imagine that? And last but not least, they are so extremely affordable. So if you were like me and maybe using a less than appropriate and or legal contract, it's time to step up your game. You have no more excuses. Head on over to theunionpodcast.com slash legally set to check them out. Use code union for 20% off your contracts. All right, let's find another stimulating title to read together, shall we? Ooh, this one is from a month ago. Am I the a-hole for thinking that my sister is selfish for wanting to skip my wedding because of her trauma? And this person was, yes, indeed voted the (laughs) a-hole. I haven't read this yet. Okay, cool. It's nice and short. Let's see if we can get through this. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I am about to get married to my fiance and we already got the wedding list down. However, my sister just rejected my invitation because apparently she doesn't believe she can be at my wedding without her trauma being triggered. Her husband died six years ago, just 10 days after they got married. Oh... And now my sister thinks attending another wedding would trigger all of these memories and would be too much for her, even though she knew her husband would die soon after their wedding because he had late-stage cancer. That was the only reason they even got married. And it was six years ago, so by all means, she shouldn't be so traumatized that she should avoid any and all weddings, including mine. Honestly, I feel like this trauma thing is just an excuse to not come because we've always had a rocky relationship, but come on now, it's my wedding. She should put that aside and support me during my biggest day. Also, her friend called me to complain about how our family harassing my sister to come to my wedding are sending her into a depression and even made her skip work, which I admit I did get my family to try to convince my sister to attend my wedding. But nobody has been harassing anyone, and I feel like she's once again playing the depression card so she can get away with her unfair treatment of me. But now, even my fiancé is on her side and wants to leave her alone because it's not worth it to bully anyone to come to our wedding. He also suggested me to post this here. Am I the a-hole? Okay, so there's probably so much more to this than that we're going to be able to unpack in a Reddit thread, right? Like, this is historically, you've had a difficult relationship with this sister. You know her probably better than the rest of us do, better than a bunch of random strangers online. So for you to be like, I feel like this this is an excuse that she's just using to not come. Like, this is very indicative of our relationship. We've been here before. Like, this is par for the course. I can understand those feelings and those sensations, but when someone draws that line in the sand, right? Like, and we can't, we can't see someone's trauma. When someone uses that term and goes, "Mm mm-mm, line in the sand, I'm done. That's crying uncle. Whether they're truly feeling that or not, I feel like is not for me to really speak to. And I feel like, (laughs) oh, some of the responses I'm like, Do you actually want your sister at your wedding to celebrate with you? Or are you just looking for an excuse to be awful to her? Really, she's playing the depression card? Her husband died 10 days after her own wedding. I get that it happened a few years ago, but she's allowed to still grieve about it. Why do you want to have her at your wedding? You said yourself that your relationship is rocky. You seem to have a very low opinion of her. So why are you insisting? That second part has a lot of power in this. Like, if you do have this rocky relationship, 
this might feel like, and we might be missing out on so much that has happened here in this relationship. There's something that we try to uh, abide by in our family. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Like don't give a passive aggressive yes and don't give like a, a no with strings attached. Just try really hard to let your yes be yes and your no be no. Am I always good at this? No, I'm super good at being passive aggressive. Just ask my husband. But she said no. Let that hurt if it needs to hurt. Process through that if you need to process through that. But her no is no. Whatever her reasons are, and you might feel like her reasons are invalid because you know this person way better than we do, or you might be misjudging how much she is really affected by this. And I recognize that my response might actually end up frustrating people as I'm responding to it. But it, but if you think about it, we are only seeing a small portion of what's going on here. So it's really unfair for us to judge either one of these parties based on this one part of the conversation. You know, maybe this person has consistently played the victim in the past. So it's hard to see when it's truth or not coming out. Maybe this person has consistently been not very truthful in general. Or maybe they really are experiencing a lot of trauma and they really cannot picture going to a wedding. Really. They might, they might be really going through it. And the person who posted this, the OP, is just like an absolute jerk, right? But without adding some context here, I don't know which direction to point it in. What I can say, though, is if someone says no, just let it be a no. If you'd like to pursue the relationship afterwards, you have the freedom to do so. This is why I like to demystify and depressurize the biggest, best day of your life mentality around your wedding day because it feels like if you don't come to my wedding, then you must not love me. If you don't come to my wedding, then I must not be important enough to you. And that's a lot of pressure to place on one day. It's a lot of strain to place on one relationship. Now, it's placed there whether you want it to be there or not sometimes, but you are also in control of how this is handled before, during, and after your wedding day. So if you seriously want to repair this relationship, don't let the wedding day be the one reason that you cannot. Ooh, am I the a-hole for leaving a wedding to eat at McDonald's? Not the a-hole. Well, I can only imagine where we're going with this. This seems to be the general consensus on this one. Recently, my colleague invited me to her wedding, which happened yesterday. I was super excited and happy for her. Just in case, I asked her if there was going to be any guest fees. She said, no, you don't need to pay me anything. What? What in tarnation is guest fee? Is this something I don't know about? Is this like a cultural thing from somewhere else? What is a guest fee? <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to be important here. On the day itself, everything went well until the reception, dinner time. To my shock, I was presented with a wedding menu that had prices on it. For example, steak was $50. Everything was ridiculously expensive, including the vegetarian options. Wait! Where is this happening that you have to ask about guest fees and that you're charging? Because this is just not something I'm used to at all. At first, I wanted, to ask, I wanted to question her because, well, she lied to me that I didn't have to pay for anything, but it was her wedding and I didn't want to spoil her day by embarrassing her in front of everyone. However, the only other option was simply to not eat and I didn't bring enough money for both a meal and a ride back. But this was completely unfavorable as I had skipped my lunch to save space for the wedding meal and was pretty hungry. Okay, slight little side note. When people are like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna serve food at the cocktail hour. Serve food at the cocktail hour, okay? Because so many people, as they're getting ready for the day or whatever, they like skip meals. I don't know what it is. A ton of people will just skip lunch. And I don't think it's like a 50% majority or whatever it happens to be. Or that's not a majority. 50%, that's half. <laughs> I don't know if it's like equates out to that, but there are people who will like be traveling or getting ready or be running around or maybe grabbing a gift at the last minute. They're coming to your wedding expecting to be fed a meal and expecting to have food during cocktail hour. So for people who are like, I'm not planning on doing that, then you can just wait till dinner. And it's like, yeah, but for some reason, people at weddings get weird exhibit a not that this is weird but like she didn't this person didn't eat 
Because oh, she wanted to save space for the wedding meal. Maybe just eat if you're hungry. Just feed yourself. Suddenly, I remembered that I saw McDonald's about five minutes away from the hotel. As tactfully as I could, I asked the bride if I could make a quick stop at McDonald's as I didn't bring enough money for the reception meal. Said to be back in time for the gift ceremony and the cake. Where is this? Why would you say anything? Like, just go. Like, just... Unless you're in a situation where, like, you can't or it's a really small group or whatever. Because you also talked about confronting the bride. And you don't want to spoil the day in front of everyone. So my guess is this is a more intimate setting? Uh, I said I'd be back in time for the gift ceremony and the cake. Where is this that you have a gift ceremony? I have so- I have more questions than answered. I thought she'd agree, but to my horror, she got really upset. She said that she put in so much effort to get this Michelin star restaurant service, yet I still wasn't happy. That I was trying to bring her down by saying I would rather eat McDonald's. Well, this is just, that sounds like multiple layers of unhealthy going on right now. Alarmed, I said it, I didn't mean it that way. I just didn't have the cash for it. Then she scoffed saying, whose fault is that? Although I was trying to keep in my anger, those words really pissed me off. So I told her, you were the one who lied that I didn't need to pay anything. Where is this happening? Sorry for yelling at you. Getting angry as well, she replied, what I meant was there is no attendance fee. Who? <laughs> you literally assumed that you'd get a free five-course dinner. Wow, you're cheaper than I thought. With a glare, she asked me to leave her wedding. I did. Struck dumb and rather hurt. Where is this? <laughs> Alex Hormozzi would be so jazzed by this. You should charge people to come to your wedding. You should charge them for the food. Apparently, this happened somewhere. Alex, you just should have moved there before you and your wife got married. <laughs> And on my way home, I grabbed a Big Mac. Back at home, I told my boyfriend everything and asked if I was the a-hole. He thought it was a funny story, but said I was an a-hole. If I didn't have the money, I could always pay her back later. In his exact words, he said, you chose the wrong time to be stingy. Ooh, well, if, no, 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 no. If we're being frugal and prudent with our finances, that's not being stingy. Like, if you didn't expect to pay 50, where is this happening? But also, if you didn't expect to pay 50 bucks for a meal, then you didn't expect to pay 50 bucks for a meal, right? My other friends agree as well, saying that it was not tactful of me for doing that at the wedding. And although she lied, I should have just brushed it off instead of dampening her happy spirits. After hearing their opinions, I felt quite guilty and embarrassed. However, that one little part of me still thinks that's justified because one, she lied to me, and two, she publicly humiliated me. Please help me out. Am I the a-hole? How I would have handled it personally. I would not have, unless it was like four people. Unless it, okay, not four. Unless it was a small enough gathering that I couldn't escape unnoticed, I would just leave. I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't feel the need to call attention to the fact. I wouldn't ask for permission to go get food or a Big Mac. I just would go do that and then come back. If it was a small enough environment that I could successfully do that without putting some sort of damper on the environment itself. If that didn't work, I probably would go up to the, to the bride, my friend, and be like, hi, uh, I think there's a little bit of miscommunication. I didn't realize that the food was supposed to be paid for. I don't have that on me. Is there like a backup option for this? I would have done that. Instead of just being like, hey, this is too expensive. I'm gonna go grab a Big Mac. I'll be back before the gift and cake situation. I probably wouldn't have done that exactly. But I think that there's, I have so many questions. Where is this happening? <laughs> yeah, I also think that the friend reacted in a way that was really in poor taste. If, if someone came to me on my wedding no, if someone came to me and was like, hey, I thought dinner was free and it's not. In a situation where I could have misconstrued that, I can understand being like, oh my goodness, I don't want that for you. Like, no, okay, well, let's just, we'll cover it and we'll figure it out later. Let's just enjoy our evening. How about that? Right? 
that's personally how I would handle it. So there's a couple of layers of like maybe emotionally or socially I would have responded in a different way. But I think at the end of the day, the fact that both of them had such strong reactions, um, the original poster and the friend reacting to that as well. There's like layers to this. Also, I really want to... Where is this? I'm gonna read through the comments to see if I can figure out what this is because this is, I, I don't know if I can move on with my life. Someone said, my sister was invited to a wedding where the 20 year old bride realized two months before the date, they didn't have the money to pay for their 300 guests. So they decided to have the guests pay for the food, but still expected gifts. 250 people backed out. My sister was one of them. The bride was really upset that people were so cheap when it was her special day. <sighs> okay. So apparently I've never been on live television before. Y'all, weddings bring out the funky in people for sure. That's all we have for this week's episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor, screenshot that episode and share it on socials. Tag me in it. I would love to see Wolfer and Co. on Instagram. Let me know if you're enjoying it. You can also let me know if you didn't enjoy it, but I'm probably not going to reshare that one. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we'll see you in the next one.